Shohei Otani throws a complete game shutout, and he talks about this team, and he talks about that trade, and he talks about the playoffs, and we're going to share all the details with you. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Sorry, I'm just over here checking my phone for more trade announcements during the show. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. Uh, you've got the Frisch brothers here with you, I should say, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. Don't forget about me. Uh, my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. You're every so wrapped up I, in trades. Every time I try to do something funny to start the show off, I always screw up the intro, so there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, we're so glad that you are here. We're talking Angels baseball every Monday through Friday. It is Friday. Normally, it's a fan mail Friday, but because of the double header yesterday, we're going to talk about both those games and we're going to break down the Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez trade, talk about what we gave up and who we're getting back, Mike. Uh, so it's it's very exciting times around here in, in Halo fandom. Yeah. And, and so we are very excited that you're here with us. Mike, let's talk about the trade that the Halos made Wednesday night, right in the middle of our show. Right. So we know that we got Giolito and Lopez. We traded Kai Bush and Edgar Caro. So here's some details on Giolito and Lopez. First of all, uh, Brent McGuire, Locked On Angels Hall of Famer, he tweeted this out yesterday. Lucas Giolito's ERA is 379. He's bounced back from a down year last year. The peripherals suggest that he's been closer to a 4.25-ish ERA guy, but he's someone with... Uh, dem- a demonstrated track record of high quality plus stuff. He's a solid number two, maybe number three guy with a potential extension in the off season mm-hmm. because he is a local guy. He's near you, Johnny. He's around Burbank. That's where he grew up. So uh, love that he was there. I did also hear, and I loved this conversation from Lindsey Crosby, that Giolito's home run to fly ball ratio was ridiculously high or has been ridiculously high this year. Mm. And according to Lindsey Crosby, he said that that's going to come back down to earth. And mm. perhaps pitching at Angel Stadium will be a great place for him because of the marine layer and pitching at night and all of that stuff. So hopefully that'll be a benefit to him. John, I love these stats as well. We know that Giolito is going to be starting against the Blue Jays tonight. And against some of the best teams, he has pitched really well. Against the Yankees, six innings, no earned runs, seven Ks. Against Toronto, six innings, two earned runs, four Ks. Against Minnesota, five with nine Ks. Against Boston, six with 10 Ks. Against the Rays, six and two-thirds, two earned runs, Six Ks. That's all this year, Johnny. So mm-hmm. he's been really great against the teams that he needs to be really great against. And by the way, love this nugget. Giolito has been traded twice, both times with Reynaldo Lopez. The first time he was traded with Lopez, he was traded with Dane Dunning. And the Nationals got Adam Eaton, John, hey. a three-for-one deal. So that's some details on Giolito. Johnny, why don't you share just a bit about Lopez with us? Oh. Eaton, Eaton helped the Nationals get to the World Series, too. That was a good so, trade. Yeah, a good trade for them. <laughs> yeah. They're still riding high on their 2019 World Series, right? Hey, Ronaldo Lopez, he's had a rough start to the season, but here's the thing. Since May 1st, he's been throwing really well. Two, yeah. four, three ERA, a 1.15 whip. He's throwing a lot harder this year. Uh, he's got 
He's added uh, a mile and, or I should say 1.2 miles per hour to his fastball. He's striking out more batters at a 29.2 K percentage. But because of that, it's also walk, it's brought up his walk rate to 12.4%. So you, there's a little give and take there, more K's, but a little bit more walks, the stuff. And and this is a, a stat that I'm not sure we've shared before on Lockdown Angels, but there's a stat called stuff plus, meaning mm-hmm. just the <laughs> just think about the nastiness of the movement on pitches, right? He's rated at a 125 stuff plus. There's been some command issues, and and so we'll see how that shakes out in the bullpen. But look, we also got Matt Moore, who had his share of walk issues yeah. last year with the Rangers, and he seems to have been able to cut down on that. So that's something to look forward to. But, man, just the idea of him throwing 99, then you go to Matt Moore in the eighth, and then Estevez in the ninth. Yeah, I mean, any combination of that is going to be fantastic. Really, it's kind of like what we lost in Quijada a little yep. bit when you think about yep. it. Uh, he is a right-hander, though, not a lefty. Uh, so talking about Ronaldo Lopez, just a great acquisition to help ensure the bullpen, plus Lucas Giolito in the rotation. Big-time difference for this Halos rotation. Talking about who the Halos gave up, Mike, it was Edgar Caro and Kai Bush. Caro can really hit from both sides of the plate. Yeah, and he can. Even right now, he's still got some things to work on defensively. He's gonna he's gonna be in the bigs. He's 20 years old. He was moved up to Double A because that's where they wanted to see him most, and that's the team that seems to hold all of our best talent, right? Uh, with the Trash Pandas, Kai Bush. You know he did have some injury issues. He's he's gonna fall between a, a third in the rotation and a fifth in the rotation. So that might make you feel a little bit better about letting somebody like that go. I'm just sad to see him go because he's yeah. six foot six and a big lefty. Right. But it's the fastball that worried everybody. They were wondering about the uh, velocity on that. Now, per Bob Nightingale, a.k.a. Boob Nightingale. Yeah, can we quote him? Oh, hold on, time out. Can we quote him? <laughs> you put it here. I didn't put it I here. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, Artie Marino mandated that the front office go for it. He said he ordered GMPM, Perry Manassian, to deliver a starting pitcher and a reliever, even if it meant going over the luxury tax threshold. That's something that I think is missed in all of this conversation. The Angels yep. now sit above the luxury tax for the first time, I believe, since 2004, when it was a lot lower back then. Things right. were a lot cheaper back then, too. Uh, but here's the thing. Lucas Giolito went right to Toronto. He's going to start that series. I think it's great because we all wanted Shohei to start that series. He obviously got moved to game one of the doubleheader on Thursday, and we'll talk about how he performed. And Lopez was there and ready to go by game two. He warmed up, but they didn't end up having to use him. So right. uh, they will save him for this Toronto series. John, I love that Lucas Giolito slots right into this rotation mm-hmm. after Shohei Otani and, and Sandoval. And he's going to be somebody that I think is going to be a great anchor for this rotation mm-hmm. and being in a pennant race, I think will fire him up. Um, he's somebody that's really, really improved. He seems to be really dearly loved in Chicago and by White Sox fans. In fact, Chicago tweeted out yesterday a goodbye to him, and mm-hmm. it was it was sweet. It was sad. I liked it yeah. on Twitter, yeah. and, and I, I think I teared up. And I mean, it was really it was really sweet. And it seems like he's really dearly Don't loved. Be a baby. <laughs> You're a baby. <laughs> but I love having his veteran experience in our rotation. I also love that it extends our rotation and gives us some flexibility where we're not relying upon somebody who maybe is really really struggling and somebody that can come in and, and be a dominant 
starting pitcher behind Shohei. We just haven't had that, and yeah. and we haven't had that for years. And so to be able to have somebody like that in this rotation is great. And then having Lopez in the bullpen come out in the seventh or eighth inning is fantastic. We have, yeah. we have three guys now that can really extend that bullpen along with the other guys that are in the pen right now. So super excited about this move. John, I thought that some of the moves that the Angels made to open up some spots on the 40-man were interesting. The one that I really thought uh, was interesting that caught my eye was that Ben Joyce was moved to the 60-day IL. So I thought yeah. maybe that means that he's done. But in fact, he can come back in August. They're yeah. just giving him a bit more time. And our friend uh, from Angels Top Plays, actually a doctor, Andrew, uh, he actually tweeted out some information about Joyce when he went down with the injury. And he said yesterday that, Joyce actually throwing and doing some bullpen sessions is a really good sign based mm. upon his injury. Yeah, just going back to Joyce, it's the 60-day is more of a, a formality now because he's already been on the 10-day yes. for this long. So yeah. don't don't be scared. It's not an actual another 60 days. <laughs> yeah. Now, they DFA'd Jared Walsh, Mike, to make room on the 40-man roster. They did, yeah. That's risky. And, and here's a couple of notes from Jeff Fletcher of the OC Register. He can accept his release become a free agent, but he'd lose the money. Or he could stay with the Angels in AAA, but he'd be off the 40-man. And that's really what I think this is about. I think it's about just clearing that spot. And because I don't think Walsh can figure into their plans for the rest of the season. Right. Poor, the poor guy is just going through it. I think thoracic outlet syndrome is really hard to recover from. He's still probably dealing with those neurological symptoms of, of vertigo and double vision and balance. Like, that is a rough going. So I, I, we, you know, everyone knows that we're big fans of Jared Walsh around yeah. here. So we hope that he can get right and get better and stay in the organization and stay on the bees because that's what we would like to see. They also DFA Tucker Davidson. Yes, that one. I talked about it a few weeks ago. I'm all right with that. I yep. think the Rysel Iglesias trade is behind us. It freed up money for us to get two relievers instead of one. Or if you want to yeah. look at it like. They got Drury and Urshela and Renfro for that cost. I mean, you can look at it any way you want. It's in the past. I don't think you need to keep Tucker Davidson anymore. So if he makes it through, that's fine. If not, I think that it, it's fine if he gets picked up by somebody else. One more rumor, Mike. Jaime Candelario from the Nationals. I saw that. plays third base. It seems like the Angels are linked there. Everyone kind of was asking why another third baseman. And, and I looked into the stats. I think that Matt, uh, uh, Matt, uh, Mike Moustakis plays a better first base. He's got a better ultimate zone rating over there. I think they'd like to see him back over there at first base. He can play third, which is fantastic. And he's got a great arm over there at third, yeah. too. That's the one thing I've enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, but I think Candelario is an interesting and intriguing bat to have in the corner infield. So we'll see what happens there. The, obviously, we got our phones right here looking for more trade stuff to yeah. happen. And yeah. we'll see how it goes down. Now, the Angels are back at it today. Blue Jays, they're in Toronto, 4.07 Pacific time. Again, Lucas Giolito is going to be on the mound for them. You can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM of the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're talking about the doubleheader and what did Shohei say about the trade and this team. We're going to get into all of that coming right up. Mm -hmm. 
Locked on Angels is brought to you by eBay Motors. For the Halos, they're putting together a team, a really good team, and they're making sure that every player is a perfect fit. And the same comes to your vehicle. When you're working on your vehicle, you need every part to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With the eBay Guarantee Fit, you can be sure that every part fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check mark to know that the part that you want will fit or your money back. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. So get the right parts, the right fit, at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The eBay guarantee fit is only available to U.S. customers. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Lockdown Everydayers, join us on Monday. We're going to recap this Blue Jays series. It's a crucial one because the Angels are three games back in the wild card behind the Blue Jays. And if they can take all three, they would move right there neck and neck yeah. with the Blue Jays. So we'll see what happens there. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on Sirius XM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Game one of the doubleheader against the Detroit Tigers on Thursday was a really fun game to watch, and it went by like like that, Johnny. It I was know. so fast. Six nothing. Shohei Otani, his first career complete game, shut out his ninth win of the year, gave up just one hit, 111 so pitches, and had eight Ks in this game. The last time that he has pitched more than eight innings was October 4th, 2017, when he was in Japan, John. Wow, he wasn't even in that. America. And I loved some of his quotes after this game. After uh, the pitching really well, he was interviewed, and they, they talked to him about all the trade talk that was surrounding him. And he said, from the beginning, this is him. This is an opinion. This is him. From the beginning, my plan was to finish the season with the Angels. Nothing's going to really change that mentality. But all the people talking about the trades, that's all going to be gone. I just <laughs> like to focus on this team making the playoffs. I love that, Johnny. And then on GMP and making those trades, he said, I think this is the first time in my six years that I've been here that we've been buyers. I know that we've been sellers at least the last five years. This is new to me. I just want to get to know the new guys and welcome them in and compete all together. He said, until last year, the team situation, we, we've been sellers and Perry's doing a really great job. Now we're in a different situation. I think we're making acquisitions to try and get us better and get us over the hump. And I think as players, We've just got to do our job. And I love that Shohei is just on brand. He's focused. He said that from the very beginning. And if there's any other indication of any other conversation, it's just people putting their feelings and their emotions upon uh, upon Shohei. What he said, I loved. John, your thoughts on that. Uh, and do his job, he did, because he goes right. out there and throws that complete game shutout, a one-hitter, Matty V said, perfect, 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 perfect on the fourth inning. I was like, what are you doing? Stop saying right. that, <laughs> you moron. Yeah. I love Matty V, but come on, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Mike, it's just good to hear it from Shohei Otani, and it actually affirms a lot of the things that our friends who listen, our lockdown everydayers who live in Japan or even live here and speak Japanese have told us along the way. Yeah. Shohei wants to win with the Angels. His plan is to win with this team, and he wants to get them there. And I think everything he said just affirms that. He said, all season long, my plan was to stick with the Angels and get as far as we can. And I think that's fantastic. Yep. And I also think that he has this very unique quality of, 
I'm not going to worry about the future. I'm focused on today. And maybe that's why he's so dang good yeah. on the field because yeah. he's focused on the task at hand. And we've talked about this over and over again, how he maintains that focus. But it's just, it's so good to hear that. It's so good to see how it energized this team to have Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez coming in. Even Trout was all smiles during the interview when yeah, he, was he was talking about it. And you know that's got to feel good for him too. So to to bring those guys in and show them that you're cooking and you're not done, and I don't think the Angels are done, I think it's just a great move and it really boosts morale throughout the entire locker room. But in particular, it's great to hear that from Shohei and it's great to hear some excitement from Mike Trout and the rest of the players. They took that into the game uh, in that first one yeah. with with a 6 nothing win. It was awesome. Yeah. It was great. Johnny Shohei said, I love the fans. I love the team. No complaints. Chris Myers, I hope you're listening. But let's <laughs> talk about the offense from that game, Johnny. Renfro, three hits in this game. Yeah. It was the, the biggest three hits of I don't want to get traded. I love this team no that I've ever seen. Had a couple of doubles. Ward had two home runs. Him too. I don't want to get traded. <laughs> Johnny, he has the most RBIs in Major League Baseball since the All-Star break. Wow. And then and Trey Cabbage, three RBIs in this yeah. game, had the first three RBIs in this game. Moniak at the time extended his hitting streak to 16 games. Wallet got his first hit and 39 at bats. The dude was so <laughs> excited. You could see that. And then, John, what I don't miss is what Michael Lorenzen did yesterday. Mm. Lots of pitches, mm-hmm. lots of three-two counts, can't put anybody away. And and I am I'm in the category of, I don't think we should trade for that guy just because he is only going to be somebody that adds to the headache that this angels pitching staff is. And we'll talk about Sandy in the next segment, but man, just can't finish people off, get to Oh, and two, then it's three and two and, and really throwing a lot of pitches to a lot of batters through the first couple of innings. Well, and, and give credit to our, our hitters too, for, taking a lot of those counts and doing so well different approach yeah what is it about the angels getting around michael lorenzen that turned him into last year's michael lorenzen because he's been great so far this season and so (laughs) yeah it it was you know i love michael lorenzen i wish that he would have come back this season i think he would have fit right into the rotation but i did have a good laugh about that because it was like Wait, isn't this the same guy as last year doing the same things that he talked to Matt Wise before the game and <laughs> yeah. Wise said, "Hey, you should Wise, uh, Wise curse him." Do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, all around, it was just a huge game. And again, going back to that Hunter Renfro and uh, three three hits and two doubles, different approaches at the plate. Yep, being able to hit the off speed, which has been his his bugaboo so far. And Taylor Ward, it goes back to the conversation we had yesterday. I said, if we trade those guys. Are we missing out on what's going to get us there? Yeah. And and after yesterday, I mean, of course, it's one game. Right. But after yesterday and, and knowing what we know about Taylor Ward, the most RBI since the All-Star break, there's part of me that's like, we might miss them if they're right. gone, if, yeah. they're, if they're part of a, a, a trade package there. So we'll see how it shakes out. Obviously, they're worthwhile candidates for any team and obviously will be considered for a move. But Mike, I think... There's something special about this team. I don't know how much you want to break that apart at this point. Um, You know, our conversation yesterday was just to make the point of, hey, here's the major league talent that's ready to go and could be traded. We don't have a stake in it. We're just saying, here's the guys that make the most sense. And we wouldn't want them to be traded. Right, (laughs) We wouldn't want them to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we covered that. Our our minor league guys, one, got cut short because of the trade news. But, (laughs) but, uh, you know, at the same time, it's important to go over everybody who's available just in case 
The Angels have to make a move to get them over the hump. Obviously, I don't think that they're finished. I think that there's still some time before that deadline that they can make a final push and get that one last piece that they might need. I'm big on Jonathan India. I think that would be super cool after we talked about him the other day. Game two yesterday of the doubleheader was another fun game, but it felt like it was a forever game because it just kept going and going and going, yeah. right? It was 11-4. to 4, Angels got the victory. Johnny, let me take you to the top of the second. Renjifo is on, two outs, hits a two-run triple that would have been a home run in 28 of the 30 major league <laughs> ballparks. It was a 419-foot triple, but love that he found the gaps in this yeah. in this series He's another right? one mike that you know last year we talked about this a lot seems like the more playing time he gets the more he steps up and uh was it jeff fletcher who tweeted his stats yeah uh in the month of july yeah and it's like holy heck luis renjifo is having a monster july so either it's one of two things either he heats up every july or he just has needed this consistent playing time yeah. The only thing that really holds him back is his glove at the right. end of the day. Right. Uh, he's he's versatile and can play all over. It's just not reliable defense. It's yeah. it's a body. It's somebody you can put there to make 80% of the plays, but that other 20% has just been so frustrating. But I am glad to see him be so successful and hit that triple. And look, it paid off because then Otani came up and hit a two-run home run, his right. 37th at the time. Right. And so this was funny. I believe it was was it MLB who tweeted this. It was yes. 3.26 p.m. Eastern time. Shohei Otani throws the final pitch of a shutout. 4.45 p.m. Eastern time. Shohei Otani hits a league-leading 37th home run. Unreal. <laughs> and then, Mike, he hits his 38th league-leading home run in the top of the fourth to center field. Now he did grab his back and have a yep. bit of a cramp after that. Gee, I wonder how that happened considering he pitched all nine innings the right. game before in hot weather. In hot weather and hot muggy weather in Detroit. But so he did get removed. Michael Stefanik came in for him and fortunately they said it was it was just a cramp, just needs to get hydrated. Uh, maybe he'll get that like IV that they give you when you need to yeah. get hydrated. He'll he'll feel better in an Instantly. hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> um so again, it makes sense. He he he's been carrying this team on his back, and he certainly did that yesterday. But then there's more scoring that took place yeah. in this one. Yeah, I love that Escobar got a home run in the uh, top of the fourth, his fifth home run. Right off hit the, the foul uh, pole. hit the fair pole foul pole, and then Renfro got a home run. And Johnny, he had six hits in this doubleheader. So yeah, this guy really I, really is starting to turn it on. There were some people that tagged us on Twitter that were like, "Well, there's another uh, stat padding home run from." Renfro right. and I didn't respond but I wanted to respond here listen he he put us up I believe at that point it was it was eight to two or eight to three yeah maybe even eight to four and I was like I don't I I'll take any run that the angels can get to add on so <laughs> yes I understand the frustration when we're down 10 and he hits a solo shot but when we're up and no lead is safe with this team ever I am happy to see Renfro add on and and again maybe it just speaks to him finally turning a corner on this terrible summer that he's been having so far, but you're right. Six hits across the doubleheader 
incredible. Johnny, can we talk about Sandoval? I mean, you t- you texted me during the game, so this is a brother-to-brother text here, insider information. <laughs> you said you said Sandoval threw 800 pitches in like the second or third in, inning, in right? In two and two-thirds innings, Sandoval's two up to 800 yeah. pitches. It just felt like he was throwing and nibbling, and, and here's, here's the stat that I want you to see. Sandy had 70-plus pitches through three. Otani had 70-plus pitches through seven. Yeah. And so he just wasn't finishing people off, and quite honestly, that's going to be a problem in the next week and a half against yeah. this can't really tough that. schedule, right? You no. can't do that. And he's just nibbling and nibbling and nibbling. And then it's like, you're, you're pitching against the ninth place hitter, like throw yeah. a strike. And then you saw the guys that came in after him, specifically Jaime Berea, you're up 11 to four. <laughs> and he walks the number four. nine hitter. And you the walk the number nine bat. hitter, throw <laughs> a strike. And, and that's, what's going to be really, really frustrating for us as fans watching this team. Like, Sandy's got to get that together because that's not going to fly against the Braves, the Blue Jays. That's not going to fly against these really good teams. No. You're going to be out of the game really, really soon. I mean, he went five innings. I'm surprised he even made it that far and only threw 97 pitches, did strike out four. But it just it's the nibbling, John. And they fouled off a lot of pitches, which goes back to the fact that he's really struggling with finishing off batters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're just going to be racking up your pitch count by fouling things off. I mean, and and the other part of that is is that means they're out in front of the pitch or they're late on it. And if they time it just right after they've seen your you know your slider eight times in a row because they keep fouling it off, right. they're eventually going to get it right and they're going to hit you hard. And so that's what Sandy has to avoid. But again, these guys have to be aggressive. These guys have to change their mindset because again, like like Jaime Barria walking the ninth number nine guy in right. the order. It went up 11 to four against the Tigers. Yeah. Come on, Berea. Like, throw some strikes. Fortunately, he got a ground ball double play after that, but he got bailed out by his defense. And I think the same thing goes for Sandy. I know that his ground ball rate is up this year. And I think that's great. I think that that's important because he will throw 98,000 pitches through three innings because he's trying to strike everybody out. This year, it seems like that has flipped a little bit and he is getting more ground ball outs. But you still gotta attack, and you gotta know. Yeah. What's the phrase you always use? Like, like step on the gas or step on the necks of the. Yeah. Off, like you just apply yep. the pressure, apply. Yep. You know, and that's what these these pitchers have to do. Look at like Reed Detmers has turned his season around because he has learned how to get guys out. You know, right. on on one and two, and for a long time he was struggling with that. So maybe he needs to talk to Reed and get together and figure out how to do it because I think that that. Is going to be crucial, Mike. That's why they added Lucas Giolito. Yep. I also think that's why they'll add another starter. I'm I'm going to put that out there. I think they're going to go for somebody else. I think they're going to add to this rotation. Yeah. And make not these guys expendable, but one guy's going to go to the bullpen. Yep. One guy might go to AAA. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out. They might move Tyler Anderson to the bullpen. Uh, he's used to doing that, so that's right. why I'm saying that. Not because I don't think he should be in the rotation, but if they add another starter. One of these guys is going to be the odd man out, and it's not going to be Reed. It's not going to be Shohei. It's not going to be Giolito, and it's probably not going to be Griffin Canning either. Right. So one of these guys is going to be the odd man out. I, I have no doubt they're going to add another starter. I Like I said before, I'm looking forward to maybe a position player. If if it's Jonathan India, I think that's a huge get, and that's really exciting to me. The Angels need all the help they can add before the trade deadline, so that's going to be exciting because in this series against the Jays, They've got Giolito going against Kevin Gossman, who's the mm-hmm. best pitcher on the Blue Jays. They've got Detmers versus Manoa, who has had a epic fall off 
this season. Now he right. did go he did go down to the minors, work on some things. His first start back, I think, was decent. The second start was questionable. It was yep. like, oh, there's Manoa again. What's going on? And then finally, uh, Tyler Anderson versus Jose Barrios uh, or Barrios. I mean, um, again, good matchups through the weekend. The offense is there. The right. offense is strong. Right. But you're right. These these guys have to push the pedal down on these other teams, don't they? I yes. Yes. Like they they can't they can't nibble. You have to go out it's there and fight. It's not time to nibble anymore. It's not time to pretend. It's not time to act like yeah. everything's fine, right? You need to go and get it. And that's what I love about these trades and I love about these moves. And and one point that I'll make before we finish here, Johnny, is I think Perry Manassian is getting the Billy Epler mindset off of this team. And that's mm. where the nibbling and kind of picking and kind of doing this and kind of doing that. I think I think he's getting it off this team. And perhaps yeah. that means that we won't see Matt Wise after this season because I think that there's still some Billy Epler philosophy in there. And for, for GMPM, Zach Neto is the guy that we can point to as who he wants on this team. I mean, made three great defensive plays, was awesome in that last game. Totally. And, and we need that, right? We totally yeah, need that. Totally. Uh, look, GMPM, he's just adding too much good stuff. And I love it. <laughs> Thanks for making Locked on <laughs> Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, the Angels play the Blue Jays 407, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Locked on Angels and on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. If you're on YouTube, comment below the video. We appreciate all the love and comments that we got on yesterday's show that really meant a lot to mike and i so thank you for that hey mike what do we have on deck for monday we're here and we are going to recap the blue jay series and that's going to be a fun series to watch it'll be an anxious series to watch remember we don't need to sweep getting two out of three would be so awesome a sweep would be ideal but getting two out of three would be great we're going to be here to recap all of it on monday on locked on angels look they gave they're giving phil nevin the keys to the kingdom so phil has to step up too, Mike, in this one. Manage well. Be, he can't be making bonehead <laughs> decisions like yep. he, he did before the All-Star break, so yep. hopefully that will change as well. Alright, friends, have yourself a great weekend. Don't forget to tune in to those Angels-Blue Jays games, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you on Monday.